we would like to interrupt our regularly scheduled programming to bring you our Election Day special. I'm doing great. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for having them. Yes, my pleasure. Yeah, this is cool. We thought we thought it'd be cool to do uh, kind of like an election day special, um, and I kind of wanted to start by asking what uh, what election day is like for you guys, because um, I know up here I didn't really see many young people voting. I live in a primarily red area, um, you know, like Republican area, and I didn't see uh, I didn't see too many young people at the polls today, and and the lines were, I mean, bigger than, I think, the 2016 election, so. That's, that's actually crazy. It's been my experience down where I was working today, too, so we'll get into that later. But what about for you guys? Did you vote yet? Yeah, so, we, I, so I went in to vote uh, this afternoon, actually, probably about an hour ago. So there was nobody there. So I walked in, shook a couple of hands with some people that, you know, were, I've known for years, went in and voted, got in and got out. So that's a little bit different from, you know, two years ago with that election where I stood in line for probably close to an hour to get in. Oh, wow. So, yeah, and it's 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 definitely a different experience because, of course, in New Jersey, it's more democratic. And, uh, you know, you have a lot of people standing in line, a lot of people trying to talk about and persuade, you know, who you should vote for. But, of course, it's you know, none of their business. But, you know, you get a lot of people trying to persuade you to go their direction. Right. So that's kind of my experience. Yeah. Um, how about you? Did you have the same experience, Reverend? Uh, I I went there. I would say around uh, nine nine o'clock this morning, and there was no line there either. Now, when my wife went, there was quite quite a few people. She had to wait in line. Yeah. Were Were they older people, or were there younger people there, or was there some kind of mix? Did you tell you? It was. Uh, let me see. There was about three people ahead of me. There was a couple couple of. Uh, I'm going to call them young because I'm, <laughs> I'm not young but, uh, And there was a couple of uh, old, uh, older folks there. So it was, kind of, it, like you say, it's kind of a mix. And uh, went right through, though. I mean, it was quick. By the time I signed in, I went in the booth and voted. Yeah, well, for me this morning, it was really interesting because I was actually at a nursing home um, in, um, like, by, by far Rockaway. And so the demographic there was kind of mixed, and the um, combination of people was incredible. So the younger people, I think younger than 35 who actually were voting, um, were mostly middle, maybe lower middle class people of color um, who were almost voting socialists. In, in their um, picks, which I thought was kind of interesting. Extremely. Um, and they were, yeah, basing their their information on, you know, sort of that power to the people kind of, uh, you know, everybody should kind of have the same kind of thing. Um, and that was juxtaposed to an older, uh, much older um, Russian um, doctor who was, who was there, who was trying to say, look, it's not what it's cracked up to be, you guys being idealistic. Um, I've lived in a social socialized uh, social uh, regime, you know, for like 40 years. Um, and, you know, I've experienced communism and I'm telling you that, you know, you guys don't know how lucky you have it at the moment. 
so I thought it was an interesting juxtaposition. That is very interesting, and it's kind of interesting how cyclically these same kind of political ideologies uh, come back into the limelight, you know, over and over again. I find that fascinating. Um, yeah. Was it was it your experience? Did you talk to anybody who felt that their vote could make a difference? Because I normally I don't remember anybody coming out to the to the midterm elections. I don't even think people you know, traditionally know anything. There's been so much hype and so much emotionally charged, you know, emphasis about this. And the newscasts have been so polarizing. Yeah. Um, have you guys noticed that down yeah. here? Oh, yeah. 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 Did it make you feel comfortable or uncomfortable? So, like, so like as far as, like, like my voting experience, I used to always think, like, hey, does my vote really count? I kind of question that. But then, you know, I, I kind of see that the elections we had two years ago voted for presidents and. And I see that Donald Trump won. And it made me think, like, okay, does our vote count? And sometimes I think it does, but then sometimes I think it doesn't. It's like, I still vote anyway. So when I became of age to vote, I still register, I still go and vote. But then I asked, you know, we had tons of people show up. And almost, I, I forgot what the numbers were, but a lot of people that can vote did vote for the, for the president's election, election. But I feel like not as many are going to come out and vote this time because I don't think it's important enough. When it really is just as important as the presidential election. Do you, do you mind telling everybody approximately what your age is or your age? Yeah, so I'm 35. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. That is interesting. So I'm I'm 23, and this is my first um, the first time I voted in a midterm. Um, I think I was old enough in the last midterm when it was Obama's last couple of years, and I didn't vote for them because I didn't think they were important. Um, and then after, kind of similar to what you're saying, after this past presidential election, I kind of realized that. I think I think most of the polls had um, Clinton winning pretty substantially. Um, and then she didn't. And I realized, like, wow, maybe maybe actually, you know, going out there and turning up to vote does make a difference. So that kind of... Yeah, uh, I agree. It's like, it made the backwoods of America just show up and vote. It's like, wow, that, that should happen all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. That's actually kind of something I wanted to bring up too. Um, have you guys put any thought into this this movement that election day should be a national holiday? Um, I've never thought about it before, but to be honest with you, I think it would also bring recognition even to the like school children. So, for instance, I teach a group of kids at church. It's a boys ministry where certain times of the year I even took time aside in my curriculum to teach them all about local government. You know, to educate them on letting them know, like, hey, government is here to serve you. You know, not for them to take advantage of you, or for you to know this is what they should be doing when you become of age to vote, you know, what you should demand that they should do for you. And I, I know the school system is not doing a great job of that, so that's why, you know, us as a church and our ministry, I took that in my curriculum to do that, to teach the kids those kind of things. Yeah. I think it's important, too, to emphasize that no action is an action in and of itself. Okay. So. yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I agree with you. Yeah. 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 And, and also that it's good to fight, you know, an age of cynicism, right? We live in an age where, where you know, we've gone beyond, you know, the truth in an age of where nobody believes anything anymore. So if you start losing control of belief in yourself and core values, it becomes a problem. So anytime that you reinstill that, I think that, that it's important. So an, an emphasis, I, I believe, on perhaps making it a national holiday, perhaps education, because the thing that bothers me about 
you know, some of the turnout is, yes, people are turning out to vote, and I think that's terrific, but I'm wondering if it's an educated population that's turning out or whether they're voting on emotion, Instagram, you know, their favorite news station, um, and, and whether or not that's going to influence the polls positively or negatively. Yeah, I agree with you. Do you have thoughts, Chris, as, as the yeah, member of this conversation? Yeah, I, I, I agree 100%. I mean, I see even on, on my Twitter feed today, celebrities tweeting out their their thoughts on who you should vote for and why you should vote for them. Um, and we're, we are kind of in that situation where, I mean, we watched in this past election a, a celebrity become the president. So clearly we value celebrity to an extent. Pseudo-celebrity. Pseudo-celebrity. Well, a pseudo-celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> right. Self celebrity. Right. <laughs> well, you guys know about that in New Jersey, huh? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that that's interesting. Um. I always I I look back to the there's a Jefferson quote that I like that um I think he said something along the lines of uh, we're not governed by the people we're governed by the people who participate. Um, so I think it is important to send that message out to, to get out there and vote. But I do agree with what Dr. Sherry's saying here in that we, I think we need to be educated more on, on how to vote and how to gather information and think critically. Because I remember even in school, we took a, a government class in, I want to say 10th grade, but it, none of it really focused on the local government. A lot of it was federal um, Supreme Court and all of that, and just the inner workings of our federal government, but local government is extremely important in our day-to-day oh, yeah. lives. And, that, and that's like me when I teach my boys at church. It's That's where we start. If you don't understand a foundation, you're not going to understand everything else. Yeah. The, the other thing, too, is that sometimes the language, you know, on the ballot is, is confusing. Oh, yeah. Right? I, yeah. There's folks trying to figure that out now. It's like, do I vote yes or no? Because I'm seeing a couple of... Uh, uh, on Facebook where uh, couples were saying, hey, if you vote yes, that's going to up your property taxes. And in a way it's worded, it's almost hard to understand it. And it's like a hidden message. That's why I vote no. Right. <laughs> it, it, no matter what. No matter what. I no matter what. Vote. That's like the, do you not not want us to raise your... <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. If the question is true and the reason is false, still a number one. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that can get tricky and squirrely how they do that. <laughs> um, do you see this? You know, it was kind of interesting when I was talking to, to this older Russian doctor uh, today. He was seeing, you know, potential movement toward um, potential violence again, kind of like what we saw in the 60s. Oh, wow. You know, and I was wondering if you have any thoughts toward that, Reverend. Yeah. Uh, uh, I... I, I court because of the media mm-hmm. your local media they they kind of like keep stirring the pot and people I think are voting uh, not on basis of how the government is going but on how popular they are or I like you and I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not voting for you, even though everything is going well. But just because I don't like you, I ain't voting for you. Okay, so you're saying not on the the contents, but more on, on the on the, the hype. Right, more on the hype. Okay. How yeah. do you how do you 
divide yeah. and very, very polarized yeah. conversation. You as a reverend, how do, how do you bridge that gap? How would you recommend bringing back? Because that's part of what, you know, Chris and I do in this podcast is we're not, we're, we're trying to bridge those gaps by bringing back the art of conversation, mm-hmm. by touching on, on difficult conversations and trying to get people to at least learn to listen again to somebody else's opinion. I'm not saying that it has to change your mind, right. but people now are so polarized. They live in their own identities and worlds because you're in your own chat rooms. You know, you take your selfies, you're, you're, you stream whatever media that you want. Yeah. I mean, the news is, is so polarized. Right. I mean, you can pick the station right. that, that agrees with you. Mm-hmm. So it's all a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. And so when you're confronted with somebody who doesn't agree with you at that point, right, right then it becomes, you know, how dare you? Yeah. And nobody knows how to deal with it. Right. So as a reverend, how do you how do you address that? I would, to, to me, if, I, if it was in my power, Get these politicians talking about what they can do, what they will do, and do it. Stop, stop talking. Uh, this one's doing that. This one's this and uh, On all the commercials that you see, they've always got something to say negative about their opponent. <laughs> I would want to hear, and I'm sure the, the, the rest of the country would want to hear, what can you do? What will you do to help our lives be better? Rather than stand around there and bickering and, and try to throw dirt so get rid of them. negativity. Yes. Yeah, we've become a nation of sort of that mean girls, you yes. know, high school feeling, yeah. and, and it's yeah. becoming yeah. really very difficult to to overcome. Because, because if you're going to if you're going to vote for somebody, you're going to vote for them regardless of what they've done. And 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 a lot of people, me, I don't listen to the negativity. Mm-hmm. I just listen to what progress we're making. And and, and, and if the party that's doing the, uh, a good positive and, and helping the country, uh, then that's where I go. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you vote, and I'm not talking about how you voted, but do you vote strictly party line or yes. do you cross? I, no, I, I don't cross. I stay with the... With whatever group you choose. Yes. To. Yeah. Okay. I primarily stay with the party. Um, there were some times like when I wanted to vote independent, but the problem is if I do, I know that I kind of consider that vote getting wasted, you know, or I'm giving away to the opposite party I don't want getting in, into the election. So that that's kind of like my feelings on it, you know. Like I want to, but it's like I know if I do, I'm probably just throwing that vote away. Mm-hmm. Chris, did you notice that there were people your age coming out at all? So it's funny. I actually saw a friend of mine from high school there, but not voting, um, volunteering to kind of sort people out at the voting space. So that was kind of cool. Um, that is kind of cool. But did did you ask if that person actually voted? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm assuming that they did. They were very busy, so I I just kind of waved. But um, as far as voting in line, no, it was mostly mostly people more my parents' age uh, there. At the time, but also I did go at about um, I want to say ten thirty in the morning. So, so um, your your generation's not waking up. Yeah, we're <laughs> yeah, yeah we're not up that early. <laughs> yeah, you got to give us some time. You're a comedian. You're, you're, you're just going to bed then. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm getting you back for all the old age jokes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, so speaking of old age jokes, what was it like? You guys mentioned. Uh, violence in the 60s 
not to put anybody on the spot, but what 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 do you mean violence in the in the sixties as far as elections and voting? Well, I mean, do you want to start? So, I mean, the the 60s were a very volatile, you know, age, and I think, you know, all of the, you know, unrest and and uprising as a a group actually made a a change in the country. People's voices were heard. So, I mean, you had, you know, a, a... a ton of violence, right? We've yeah. had we had an assassination yeah. of Martin Luther King. We had the assassination of JFK. We had the assassination assassination of RFK. I mean, there was a lot of upheaval, right? Malcolm X, you know, uh, was was you know responsible, right? Um, you know, for for polarize for polarizing, or depending on which side you were, but for polarizing group. But is probably now considered one of the um, activists most responsible for you know, achieving change for, for African-Americans in this country. So there was a lot of upheaval at that time. You know, if you don't, um, so voices matter, you know, voices matter. Now, whether or not it has to get to a point of violence, I don't like seeing that. Yeah, um, me neither. Um, you know, and, and... Well, this went to some uh, of that in the last election. Uh, hopefully, yeah, yeah exactly. I don't, I, don't, I don't like seeing that. No, and hopefully, you know, we've learned from that. It would be nice to have learned from the past, that, you know, and, and not repeat history's mistakes right. um you know those those cycles unfortunately tend to repeat rather than than be broken mm-hmm. see i didn't have much to do with, uh i wasn't real i didn't really pay that much attention in the 60s until after i got out of the military and then after i got out of the military i got to saying you know what maybe, maybe i should start voting mm-hmm. and uh and that's when i uh, that was back in Sixty-eight when I started. I, I was a kid when when all of that you know was occurring. Yeah. I was a was a young child, and it had a huge impact on me. Yeah. You know, when my father was actually a political scientist oh. at the time, so you know, historically, he he was uh, fairly uh, intellectual and liberal in, in his thinking, and and tried to present things very objectively. Um, and you know, I I have a friend who's a decade older than than myself, a little bit older than that. And I remember her telling me stories about, and it and it brought me to tears. It still bothers me how, because of this, the color of her skin, she had to sit on the back of a bus. Mm-hmm. The denigration that that must have had, and it was just the way life was. I mean, you know, she was a southern, you know, black woman at the time. So you know, when the when the changes came, you know, when people finally stood up and made a difference, right, and said, "Hey, I'm not doing this anymore," you know, that that's a that's a huge thing. And and for her. You know, the amount of change, she, she never thought she'd see the changes in this country that she did for the positive. Um, you know, I remember her telling me that, you know, she, she brought me some cotton um, from the South once, just from a plant. I had never yeah, seen it. Yeah. And she said, you know, my mom had to pick 300 pounds of this. Okay. And if she didn't, we didn't get fed. Yeah. And the kids had to pick 200 pounds. And, and you know, they're early yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I just start crying. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's I love heavy. this woman like a sister. She's a really dear friend of mine. Um, in fact, I'm going to go down to see her in Georgia. She's not doing well uh, in, in a couple of weeks. But, you know, I, I wasn't raised. I was raised colorblind. So, you know, to, to not judge somebody by their soul, by, by the color of their skin, you know, to not judge somebody by their religion, but, but who they are and how they present really somewhat bothers me. Um, always has, always will. Um, and so the upheaval and the, and the 
backswing, you know, that we're seeing now. And the polarization bothers me. And I and I have to believe that there are enough of us who can rise above that in this country to, to bridge the divides that we have and to respect the differences that we have and to, and to overcome and, and make this country what it should be again. And that would help bridge bridge the gap uh, and, and, and in these elections and things, too. That would mm-hmm. be very helpful. Yep. And we need to start educating people, I think children, from, from when they're young, oh, yeah. you know, to to have an open mind, to understand is what you were saying, yeah, exactly. you know, to... to let them empower them because the more you're empowered as an individual, the more you have assurance and self possession, mm-hmm. then the more you're capable of dealing with others, you know, well, because you know who you are and you can present yourself to the world in a powerful, more powerful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's a one, a powerful story, but, but yeah, I, I hope that we can, we can begin to bridge that gap and it really all does start with education. I think. Um, absolutely and absolutely just... and, it, and it's, it shouldn't be told it needs to be seen mm-hmm. you know right. so my, my children went to the United Nations school so they had you know a background where 168 I think at the time it, you know nations were, were represented uh-huh. um, yeah which was huge yeah. and people would walk around on a daily basis with whatever their you know garbless from whatever and, and you know they, they'd poke at each other like, like um, siblings kind of but Nobody even realized that anybody was different. You liked people because you liked them or because you didn't like them because they were jerks. Mm-hmm. And it was just that simple. Right. Um, right. You know, and but growing up that way, they just it was a matter of part of who they were. You respected everybody's differences and you learned to, to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you didn't have to agree and it was OK. And no one grew up with fear. Yeah, right. You know. No one grew up with fear of something that was different. That's great. And, and what you're saying there that I think is important is accepted everybody's differences. Because not only, you know, in that situation, it's we're different because we come from different backgrounds. But people, person to person, there are differences. And I think that we need to be better at accepting everybody's differences. And just difference of opinion, difference of lifestyle, difference of all of that. They're all just different ways of, of being. And we can still have a civil conversation and 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 not have any any of the violence that we've seen, right? right. And, I mean, but not to the extreme where people are so sensitive that if you, you know, yeah. if you if you say something that it's automatically taken in, in a negative tone. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, I mean that's, that's. I mean, I think we've gone so extreme the other way. I mean, you're talking you know, to a comedian here. It's killed my. Uh... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you must have a really difficult time at times, right? Trying uh, to figure out. What Where you can and can't say, yeah. The line is very blurred. Um, yeah. Not exactly sure where it is all the time, but... Yeah, and I guess it would change from, from where you're, you're playing, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see I'm doing um, Toronto this weekend. Right. And I've heard horror stories about... <laughs> I love Toronto, but yeah. Oh, I love Toronto too, but I've heard horror stories about, uh, about doing stand-up up there and that the crowds are very... Um, if you say something offensive, they're, they're, they'll voice their opinion. <laughs> okay. All right. So, well, you'll find out. Uh, if I have to fly up and take care of you, I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, healthcare socialized up there, so, you know. Right. <laughs> I'll have to wait online for a while. It'd be easier for me to fly from New York. Right. Um, yeah. I might, I might need to give yeah. me a call. So, so what are your thoughts? Just generationally, let's, let's start wrapping this up. What do you, what do you think your thoughts are in terms of how these midterms are going to, 
turn out? Do you think there's going to be an over overturn in in the in the Senate? Uh, I mean, I I've heard. Um, no, I don't no, know. No, no, no. I want your opinion. Put yeah. it out there like you were betting on a sport. Oh, if I'm betting, uh, if I'm betting, I think. Uh, I think the Democrats take the House and the Republicans keep the Senate. Your thought? My thought, I think, uh, I, I, I think the Republicans are going to do both. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. And you? Yeah, I, I agree with him. With do you? Him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm tossed on, on the House. I think the Republicans are going to keep uh, keep the Senate. Oh, yeah, I, I think they're definitely going to keep the Senate. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to keep the Senate. But uh, but the yeah. house will be a toss up, I think. Yeah, I think so. But either way, it'll be interesting to see, and um, and I hope that all the voting goes smoothly, and there's no, um, yeah. no what what do they call it? Uh, voter shaming or voter bullying or something like that. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope so too. Although I told you that story about that poor poor lady yesterday who was voted who was badgered by someone who was. Uh, voting, uh, wanted to vote locally. She was an 82-year-old lady coming out of a shopping center, oh. and um, yeah. this gentleman was voting for, uh, running for Congress for the first time and stopped her and, you know, kind of tried to, to get her to vote for him, and she said, no, thank you, in a very polite way, and he started berating her. It's your fault if I don't get in. How dare you not vote? She didn't say anything about not voting. Jesus. So I stepped up. And it, it just so happened he was a Republican candidate at the time, and I, and I was mortified. I was wearing a sweatshirt, and and, you know, that kind of stuff ain't no good. Sweats, yeah. yeah. And and he said to me, "You can't possibly be a Republican by the way. I can tell by the way you're dressed." And I said, "I don't even know what that means." Yeah, but, I don't yeah, either. I don't even know what that means. But it was it was interesting. So anyway, hopefully no no shaming of anybody. Hopefully things will go smoothly. There'll be no violence um, yeah. addressed to this. And you know, again, if you haven't gone out to vote, please turn out to vote. Your power of one matters. Um, it's it's important to you personally. It's important to you, you know, civilly. Um, so get out there and vote. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. And thank you guys so much for doing this. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you very much for participating. And again, this is Dr. Sherry reminding everybody to live each day with passion, compassion, and introspection. Mm-hmm.